specific strategy and routine for finding a car park? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's remind ourselves that we need to drink water throughout the day and only drink a quarter of a cup. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to turn my attention to you, Christian. Yes. Uh, we attended a beer festival recently. It was, yes. it was a lovely time. We're there with a few different friends, mm-hmm. uh, sitting around having some beers. At one point in the night, it was an evening session, mm-hmm. uh, you said, I'm going to get some food, get some dinner. And I was like, cool, can you get me some dinner as well? Right. And you said, yes. And you said, what do you want? I said, I don't mind. Whatever you want to get me, I'm completely happy. That was my understanding, okay? Yep. Dion, what do you think? Happened. He went off to get some dinner and he came back and what did he bring? What would what would you expect based on that exchange? I would expect him to bring you something that is a solid, a kind of like a solid choice. Something that is universally accepted. Josh is very easygoing. Something is un- universally accepted. And I would think something that's consumable for dinner. Yes. Uh, he brought me back just some chips. Some hot chips. What? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Really? That's all you got me. Hot chips? Yes. I'm pretty sure you said, I'm not that hungry. I'll just have chips. No. No way. <laughs> Can you get me something for dinner? <laughs> Whatever you want. I don't think and that's how the had, conversation He went. had a kebab. I didn't have a kebab. <laughs> what what world have? are you living in? <laughs> what did you Josh, have? how drunk did were you? you? Have? I had a pie. He had a pie. Hang on. This Would have loved a pie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This was a beer festival. <laughs> you were clearly both off your heads. No. My, Josh, it was get me some food. Right? Get, Whatever so, you're getting, mate. You got a pie. Where's my pie? I don't think I don't think there was any point in time where we discussed me buying dinner for you. Why did you get me food then? Because uh, I'm a nice guy. No, you're lucky. No. I you're lucky. I got you <laughs> chips um, and what, hot chips. What, what size hot chips? Was it a small? I or can't regular? remember. It I was don't... a decent size. It was you know those um the cardboard burger holders was kind of one of those sizes. Aren't I... they terribly named chip sizes? Small. What is regular? <laughs> what? what does regular mean? Yeah, just hang on. Why didn't you bring it up at <laughs> so... the time? Because it was done. That was the moment. That was the moment. Wait, wait. But you didn't raise it. You didn't say, just chips. And I would have said, what do you mean, just chips? Because you didn't. You asked me for chips. You yeah. did something nice to get me some food, but I think you just completely missed the mark. No, 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 no. You, you should have raised it. Do you think in my head, I've gone, Josh, what would he like for dinner? Bowl of chips? Yes. Or- <laughs> yes. Uh, 100%. That is never going to happen. Why would I get a pie for myself yes. for dinner and not also get you the same thing? <laughs> Great question. That's what was floating through my mind. But you didn't raise it. No. I rem- in my mind, I have a memory of you saying, not that hungry. I ate pretty late. Just something like some chips. Nah, I wanted a proper... F- I was expecting whatever you got, I would get one off. Hang on, hang in on, Christian. Fact, Josh just crossed he, his arms. He did. He just crossed his arms and he does that when he's lying. Because, no, because <laughs> I can't worried. verify Christian's recollection. Yeah. I can't say absolutely that's what I said, but <laughs> I won't I won't confirm nor deny that. Yeah. It, it seems weird to just buy someone chips, right? Uh, chips would have been the side. Yeah. Um, I think a pie, probably... The pie was really good. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't raise it though. Uh, Watching me eat the pie. Yeah, why didn't I raise it? I think I wrote it down as a note to talk about on the show. <laughs> so you were like, but, I'll hold this, I'll eat the chips and be but, angry. But because I think because the moment had gone right, it was like, yeah, I'll go get you something. And then you've come back nah. and I've gone, oh, that's nah. really disappointing, mate. Thanks for nothing. Actually, 
I was eating some of the chips too, wasn't I? Yes. Exactly. Ha! There's no way that I would have bought that for you for dinner and then tucked into it myself as well. They were communal chips. No, 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 no. Because... No. Oh, that's worse. What? You can't get chips as a... You can't... No, no, what? no. There's no way that I would have gone out there thinking I'll get Josh dinner, yeah. buy him chips, and then tuck into it as well. Why? They're chips. No, no. Because if they, if it hadn't been his dinner, I wouldn't have touched it. But, so so but what you're chips. saying is you, you got me nothing. I, no, I got you. You had right. already eaten. He'd already eaten. And he said, I'll have something small, something like some chips. And I was like, I'll get some communal chips. That is what would have happened. Oh. Just look at this rewriting of history. <laughs> Is there any security camera footage at the place that could indicate whether oh, Josh ordered dinner? That's a great question. That's I mean, what would you do? Would you just say, I'll have one, maybe we'll see a pointed, <laughs> a pointed finger somewhere? But, Dion, as a, gen- as a general point, yes. if, if you request someone to get... Forget, let's... Mm. For the sake of the conversation, forget the actual fact. Have you been holding on? Have <laughs> you been holding on, on to on. this since? Dion, yeah. Heaps. <laughs> Dion, what would you... Ex- do you think chips are an acceptable thing if someone says, get me some dinner, get me some food for dinner? No, it's a side. It's, oh, like, no. getting, it's like getting someone... No, a normal... Or as a side salad, chips is a side meal. What about unless, what if they're loaded fries? That's right. Ooh. Unless they're loaded fries or wedges or something, and then wedges. Yeah, but you know what I used to love having at Monash? Wedges. The, the wedgeachos. What? It's the best. Wow. Instead of instead delicious. of instead of Doritos, it's wedges. Wedges are it's so good. Awesome. Yeah, it's delicious. I, is oh. that is that shout outs to Sir John's Bar at Monash Clayton <laughs> if it still exists? <laughs> what um, is what is a shout out? Uh, it's me uh, saying you, shout out. What are you hoping Sir John's does in return? Uh, they they sub they sub to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you to like and subscribe. Quick question: um, Your desert island vegetable? <laughs> what is it? It's got to be potatoes. You cannot go past a potato. <laughs> Hang on, I won't have, have it any picked? other way. Why have you picked so something that's a fruit? <laughs> One of those. Why have you picked something so difficult to cook when you're on an island by yourself? Well, you what want- are you going to eat a potato raw? I'd pick a vegetable that I could eat fucking raw. I don't want something that's easy to cook. I want a challenge on a desert island because there's nothing else to do. I'm with Dion. You want it as diverse as possible. Think about all the different ways and Sorry. all the different things you can do with a potato. If I'm on a desert island, no, I'm thinking of caloric a- intake and caloric intake alone. I'm thinking about staying alive. It's, it's, a, thought, it's a thought experiment, Christian. It's not literally, oh, I wouldn't have gas <laughs> to <laughs> cook. It is. No, the question is... What is the one thing that you would want to have for the rest of your life? What? That isn't the thought experiment. No. The thought experiment, <laughs> then why not say, what vegetable would you like to eat the rest of your life? Because, because. It's less romantic. I'm, no, it's less romantic because <laughs> you got, because of the de- desert no, island. No, you placed us on a desert island for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Coconut. Is it Coconut's co- on a vegetable. <laughs> oh, great. So what, wait. But it's on, a, on an island, right? Wait, what's your interpretation? This is my, my Christian voice right now. <laughs> what's your interpretation of desert island? You asked if you're on a desert island, yeah. what vegetable would you like? Yeah, you... I remember. And I'm saying the one that is easy to eat so I don't have to think about cooking it all the time. No, so, so, Josh, Josh, take okay, issue with this. This is so dumb because if oh. you're going to get... Oh, li- hey, you know, hey, you've hey, interpreted hey, the thought experiment hey, wrong. Hey, yes, hey, if you're going to get specific and detailed about the reality of if I was on a desert island, yeah. then you're not get, you don't get to pick one vegetable. Why? Because you're on a desert island if you want to go that far. But <laughs> you don't just magically you, have unlimited potatoes. On, but you gave me parameters to, to explore. You said yes. you have, here's the thought experiment. You have a vegetable to pick on this desert island. So this magical desert island. <laughs> well, you don't pick potatoes. You dig them out of the ground. <laughs> out of the sand. <laughs> but you were saying on this desert island, you have 
one vegetable. One vegetable for some reason grows on this desert island. No, which one? That's not what it is, is no. it? It's the. It's sorry. It's, it's sorry. A, it's, rephrase the question. It's desert island with a delivery fruit delivery a vegetable <laughs> delivery service. Yeah, yeah. A- it's and not small that- gas stoves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck. Near thermal. No, it happens to be near thermal pools, and so you could boil them. <laughs> you can yeah. boil the potatoes, and you, and you didn't know that, and you would have got zucchini. You would have been boiling zucchini all day long. <laughs> I was talking to my brother the other day and he bought a computer off Gumtree and within a couple of days, the computer failed and he needed to take it to Apple. So he went to a shopping center, drove there and was apparently trying to find a park for absolutely ages in a shopping center, big shopping center. He was trying to find a park for 45 minutes. 45? Couldn't, Couldn't find a park, had driven half an hour to go to the shopping center, drove home. Park in the street nearby. Drove home. Crazy. There's a limit. If you're at a multi-level car park at a shopping centre, there's a. I think after ten minutes of driving around, if there's no spots, that's it, right? Like you. What? You have to go check elsewhere. But what's your strategy when you're at a multi-level car park? They've they've got those green and red lights as well, which are just uh, they're great, but they're inaccurate as well. They are inaccurate. Imagine if traffic lights were that inaccurate. (laughs) I think I think a multi-level car park is almost the most frustrating parking experience you can have because, and it's like they're thousands of my mums, right? They all do the same thing. They they enter at the ground floor. They see where the main entrance is, and then they circle the bays around the the spots around there for fifteen minutes. Great. What's wrong with that? That's an okay strategy. No, no, it's not a strategy because it takes you 15 minutes to wait for a spot. Why not just go up to the level above when there's thousands of spots? Yes, yes, I agree. And then just walk down or take the lift. Hang on, hang on. What did you think Christian meant there? No, no, I knew what he meant, but I'm saying I don't see anything inherently wrong with going for gold and being like, I'm going to try and get the perfect car spot. I'm going to go right to the door. Good question. You can try it on. Fascinated. No, 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 no. Yes, try it on, but do it with like a, a casual look, like a casual oh, drive-by. Like, like yeah, yeah, don't yeah. quite look, pretend yeah, you're not looking. Yeah. <laughs> like you're trying to catch the eye of a girl it's, across it's the, the dance floor. Like, oh, just, uh, no, I'm not really looking for a park, don't worry. <laughs> Great if a car park could look back at you and give you a look. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the oh, only that way one. you got to oh, park. That one, just, that one just winked at me. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, I totally with you though of just go to the far spot don't worry about it and generally if I'm oh. in a uh, parking you know a big complex or something yeah. I will just I would rather park alone with my car not any idiots who could scratch it Josh Josh just going back your your motto in one of your mottos in life about you know efficiency and everything mm-hmm. what about a prolonged walk? To the shop, to the shop door. But exactly as Christian said, the efficiency mm-hmm. comes from right. instantly parking yeah, instead great. of driving. He's around. also getting some great. exercise. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very great. important in this day and age. It is. <laughs> it is. But I do. I do like um, being parking away from everything and being separate because you don't have to worry about. And I think you're so much more susceptible to it in parking garages and stuff like that. Of people yep. knocking and hitting your car and trolleys and all that kind of jazz. So, is your preferred? Your preferred parking spot has what around you, Josh? <laughs> if you're on a multi-level, give me next to the pylon. Then at oh, least, really? then at least on one side, you're guaranteed yeah. no one's stuffing your car. Oh, what, what about what? if it's yeah. trolleys? Uh, no, stay away from trolley bays. Wait, Very no far trolleys. away from trolley yeah. bays. Why are you guys so worried about getting hit? In have you ever been? Has your car ever been scratched in a car park? Yes. Really? Have you- yours? I don't. The thing is, you couldn't tell if yours had been <laughs> scratched. <laughs> 
That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and, and same as me, to be honest. And it, it ha- and, and I couldn't yeah. tell, but it has been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, But I don't trust anyone else and their cars and their flying doors. Just, just on the parking garages, <laughs> can anyone explain to me what surface they cover the ground in and some of those ones that squeak <laughs> unbelievably loudly? What yeah. have they done yes. to that surface oh, God. that you turned slightly... <laughs> <laughs> screaming. What else squeaks like that? <laughs> Nothing a, a else. Mouse. What? <laughs> is it mice? <laughs> is yeah. it mice? It must be mice. But what? Have, why have they done that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just keep it the regular. Why have they? Oh, an alert po- system. What? It's an alert system for other drivers. <gasps> Maybe oh. it is. Oh my god. For pedestrians god. walking no. through. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that's oh why they've god. either got that surface or heaps of mice <laughs> <laughs> directing the traffic. <laughs> Little mouse there with one of those traffic poles. Might get paid forty bucks an hour. (laughs) This is the life. (laughs) Just have to wink at the drivers. (laughs) Um, But what? What also are you willing to pay when you enter one of those multi, multi? You know, and and Mm. and when it when it's like spend over thirty dollars and you get free parking, if it's a couple of bucks. God, we get sucked into that easily. Yeah. It's almost like the money isn't that important. It's more having to bypass those ticket machines. If you can bypass those ticket machines, God, they're annoying. And and those ticket machines, people take so long there. Yeah. It's unbelievable yeah. how long. ATM times 50,000. <laughs> can I just say what really annoys me is driving into a lot of these multi-level car spots where they have a boom at the front. Mm. A boomer. A boomer. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. Um. You can touch on your credit card or debit yes, card. Yes, And then yes. you don't have to pay for parking with a ticket. You yep. can just touch off your credit card at the boom gate. Yes. Oh, wow. Why don't they advertise that as a possible I scenario? Do, I do not know. I think it might be because it's maybe got more redundancy I, or I, something. I think it's... Do you know why? I think it's because they need a trick of the trade to tell their friends and family. Like... Just, just use your Great. credit. Just use your credit card. Do you reckon we, we don't? We don't tell anyone. They'd get a discount surely on car parking, wouldn't they? Who? The people that work there? Yeah, yeah. I think I said absolutely. <laughs> the mice. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I hate paying for car parking. There's one Ooh, thing. Yeah. There's very few things I hate more. Very few things. <laughs> um, so much so that I will really, really reluctantly ever pay for parking. Really. Unless, but you know when I cop it in the CBD. I just go, yep, just pay the $6 or whatever it is for the one hour. Because normally it's, it's like amazing. I'm there for a particular reason. Yeah. I, otherwise, I'd tram in. But if I have to drop something off or whatever, yeah. I'm like, just pay the money. I would say Christian is yep. very, very liberal with paying for parking. I just reckon convenience for you in that situation is just like, I'll just do it. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, I'm most of the time getting public transport into the CBD. But if I'm driving... Uh, I know that there's no spots anywhere. Like, I already know that. I don't need to go <laughs> yeah. on that journey yeah. and be frustrated because one of the most frustrating things, I'd rather pay $20 than driving six metres, stopping at the lights, driving another six metres, getting caught in traffic to turn left at the main road. Like, mm. it's that's infuriating. When your ticket is about to expire, how lenient are you in letting your car mm. stay there for a little bit? Oh, yes. How concerned are you that you're going to get booked? Well, there's two situations here. There's the right. ticket that has the time printed on it. Yes. So say you put in four dollars and it goes, oh, you've yeah. paid up until four forty two. Yes. Yep. You you cannot miss that nah. because yep. it says it on the dash. Whereas if I'm in like a two hour, yes, say say different. I get it I get yeah. it at midday, yep. I'm giving myself ten to fifteen minutes. Oh, but really? are they giving you ten to fifteen minutes? No, but it depends when they and yes. I feel yeah. like I would be very unlucky. Yes. If three minutes from now a guy came past and checked my car. How 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 many minutes are you giving yourself, Dion? So you you've got a Ooh. two hour spot. Yeah. 
How long? Let's say, yeah, you get in at midday. You've got a two-hour spot. I'm getting yeah. back probably 2.10. Yeah, 2.10, 2.15. That's about yeah. as far as I'll push it. You're either doing 10 to 15 minutes or you're doing an extra three hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just rolling the dice yeah. all the way. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll do an hour plus, I think. Really? Wow. Because I'm banking on the fact that Cars in those spots, they're moving pretty often. To have someone monitoring, like, to pay, how many staff are they employing to walk up and back that same street? I reckon that they do one or two sweeps, and if you get caught in that net, you're fucked. Good job being a parking attendant. Do you th- and do you think you'd be good at it? Do you think you'd enjoy it? No. I don't. I think that there... W- Josh, would you get... Oh, imagine Josh as a parking attendant. Yeah, you get Josh would be great because, because you have the law on your side. Yeah. Like at any given... Because I don't like confrontation, therefore I don't like the job. But Josh enjoys confrontation and, when and he's a, right. Confrontation and a stick with chalk on it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. But I, I would be quite happy if... And I don't understand the system if you can just like cancel one. If you're starting to put oh. it in. Oh, I've already put it in, mate. I'd be more than happy to be like, yeah, it's cool. You just... Or, but the thing is, if they're already like 40 minutes late, yeah. you'd be like, nah, you're already 40 minutes late, dude. Yeah. If it was like four minutes, you'd be like, all right, don't worry. Yes. About it. I'd pay to see Josh as a parking inspector. <laughs> I, I would actually pay to see him. You'd pay his wage. So, so, would, <laughs> so would the city of Stoddington. They love it. <laughs> Christian, would you pay? I'd, honestly, honest to God, honestly, honest to God for, I would pay, if I had to pay $200 for a day to follow Josh around and be a parking inspector. <laughs> Think but about it. No, think no, about no, it. No, what you're excited about? Can I break it down a bit more? Absolutely. You are. You would pay money to watch Josh interact with strangers. Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's true. I don't. I think that having a structure over it is nice. Yeah. But I think that I'd just like to watch Josh interact with strangers as well. That stick with the chalk on it. Do you think that's ever been used as a defense mechanism? Would <laughs> <laughs> it carry on the divide? Apparently, it's, <laughs> apparently, this is that something I learnt as well. Apparently, if they chalk your tires. All you need to do, and I talked to a parking inspector about this. I, I, I went up to a parking it's like inspector. like a magician revealing his, <laughs> his tricks. I went up to a parking inspector and I said, hey, do I actually need, if I want to park in the same spot that I'm parked in now, what do I have yes. to, how, how can I do that? And he was like, all you need to do, a couple of rotations of that wheel and the chalk is gone. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it but he's not giving you the actual, because yeah. I looked into this because I got a bunch of fines once when I used to wow. work somewhere where I had to park my car and I, w- I would literally go and move it and I got done. And you know, you know, and I'm sure I've talked about this in the podcast before. You know what really annoyed me was I saw other people mm. who just rubbed the chalk off with their hand. Yes. I bothered to pull out and then pull back in. Yes. And I still got fined. <gasps> And what it actually wow. is, is you, to leave the parking area, it's either divided by a driveway or the end of a, a yes. parking sign. I didn't know the driveway thing. I knew the parking so sign a, thing. Yeah, a driveway will break a parking area. So you have to oh. leave that parking area. You don't have to go around the block or anything, but you have to leave that parking area and then, and then you can back. go back to your spot. To, to the exact same spot. Yes. And you could have, what, what if the chalk's still on your tire? But that's the thing, right? It sh- by that, it shouldn't be. But if it happens to be... Then they could, pro- they would probably find you and be like, so "No, nah, I moved it." What kind of chalk are they using that falls <laughs> off the moment that you drive your no, car? No, well, you can probably tell, right? It's either perfect chalk or it's like a bit scuffed chalk. So, so they have to be good at checking <laughs> the the integrity of the That's, chalk application. So it's like a, um, a forensic scientist. Yeah. They go, uh, "This chalk's been here for two days." <laughs> yeah, it's great training as well. You imagine all the parking inspectors on day one with buckets of coloured chalk on the desks. Little mini tires. I've drawn a little flower. Uh, how, how no, no, long- we just want crosses. Yeah. How long has that flower been on that tire? <laughs> um, what is your preferred way to drive into a car spot? Oh, parallel or perpendicular? 
Uh, either or, <laughs> either or, Josh. Uh, I love, I love a parallel because it tests your skills, right? Yes. And there's oh, nothing oh. I like more than a high pressure <laughs> parallel park. Yes. With, with people, people around. In the car. Oh, in the ground. Right. Oh, this is yeah. fantastic. It's I so mean, exciting. The benefits of being a straight white male in society. <laughs> but seriously, you, you would, you would. Oh my God! Is there a sport? Is there a parallel parking sport in <gasps> state in a stadium? Ooh. Well. The, the fact of the matter is AI has taken over now and they're parking cars for us. But if there's driving as a sport, surely there's parking as a sport as <laughs> surely. well. That's great. Surely. That's great. That is great. That's, That's a great, great idea. So what would be some of the competitions? You'd have reverse parallel under pressure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, people, people in the car. I've got yeah. it, I've got and it. then the variables of what's in the car. Loud music. Great, what yeah. about your hand is stuck to the passenger seat? <laughs> About to see as you're doing a reverse park, so it's stuck there. I thought, no, I thought you were going to say what it should be is you either do one-handed dominant and then one-handed yes. off. Yeah, there, you got those two oh, separations. Yeah. So you have to drive left and right. Hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. What do you think? Or actually, the also preferred side, i.e., in Australia, you'd be parallel on the left. You know, when yeah. you have to do parallel on the right, it's oh, really difficult. Possible. It's so different. <laughs> Some. <laughs> Some... I feel I feel as though when I'm reverse parallel parking <laughs> I feel like when I'm reverse parallel parking I it, I when when I'm ready like when I've got my car in the right spot yep I dissociate from my body and it's like otherworldly it's I enter this weird flow state where I'm not even worried about where, where looking at the angles. I know exactly Great. how to get into the spot. Time slows down. There's, yeah. a, hum, there's a hummingbird outside yeah. the window. Slow. <laughs> slow. I can see its wing. The other one, what about a perpendicular, a very narrow space? Mm. Have you ever parked in such a narrow spot that you've had to climb out the window? I'm Ooh. assuming you have, considering you've yeah. said it. No <laughs> really? way. No yeah. way. There was one in the city once that it was a multi-level one and it was just super, super narrow. I reckon it was a motorbike spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But why, so desperate to go in that. Why didn't uh, you just reverse out and find another park? No, because it was like, it was full, full. And I was like, well, this one's here. And it was so it was next to a pole as well. So I was like, oh, great, loving yeah, this. Bad. Um, but I'll be like, I'm not going to risk opening the door here. I'm just going to scoot out over the top. Holy shit. And one, you know what once I saw, which is amazing... A smart car parked the opposite way. So in oh. a para- in a parallel spot, it was parked perpendicular. How did it get in there? It just I guess it just went in. And how does it get out? The <laughs> smart, mo- it's a smart car. But <laughs> the Mentos had to be able to carry it out. <laughs> And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. The M's in M&M's stand for Mars and Muri, after the two businessmen who created the candy-covered chocolates. Their names, Forrest Mars and Bruce Muri, M and M. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Earlier in the year, I was in Tasmania, a bit of a tale of Tasmania, uh, and um, I was on a boat and on the way to Mona and noticed that there was this awful, awful looking building on the way to Mona. And I was like, I wonder what this is. And I looked it up on Google Maps and it happened to be a smelter. 
Oh. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. But it was a smelter with quite a high review rating on Google Maps. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I, I had a read of some of the reviews and it turns out that they were quite funny. Um, one of them said, I miss the friendly people. I miss the smell of cadmium and purification. I enjoyed pouring the metal. The teamwork in a disciplined setting. I have fond memories in retirement. Wishing you all well. And I hope Nystar Smelter and its people progress well. Um, there's a few others which I can go through. Um, but it made me think these people are having fun in these reviews. But mm. sometimes you leave a review and, you know, typically you're serious about it. So, I wanted to know from you guys, uh, under what circumstances will you leave a review for a smelter? <laughs> <laughs> I feel for me, it's pretty much exclusively restaurants. I don't, yeah. I don't think I bother monuments and I don't bother with any of that stuff. Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not leaving a review for the Louvre, right? No. Maybe a, a business, that, but I don't frequent, like, I feel like it's places mm. that I go to a lot. Josh, you brought up the fact that your jeans were immaculately repaired. Yes. Have you left a review for that place? No, I haven't. But you know what? If I went back two, three, four times more, I'd be like, yeah, this is great. I really like the place. I'm going to leave it a review. Why? Oh. But ha- wait, wait, wait. Why wouldn't you leave a review after going there once and them doing a great job? You, you said it yourself, mate. Going there once. Oh, I've only been there once. I don't yeah, know. Maybe I got lucky. Maybe I got very lucky. So you want you want to make sure that the star system is an average of your experience. Yes. I want to know oh. how much of it is a one-off and how much of it is the consistent service. So, okay. So this is where, Josh, I'm, I think I now understand why people give two, three, and four star reviews. Because for me, leaving a review is a very reactionary thing. I will do it the moment after the restaurant or the service. So you're reviewing off the head. And I'm hot. (laughs) I'm coming in real hot with pleasure or pain. Yep. Thumbs are blazing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's amazing when you go home, like it's too late. You've got to do it at the time. Yes. It's five or one for me. And I've always thought, I've always been curious, who's doing twos, threes and fours? Two's pointless. Two's pointless. Three's kind of pointless. Well, what's the purpose of a review? What are you trying to do with a restaurant? Because you don't want to destroy their livelihood unless the food is shit. <laughs> no, I think I think it's for the it's for other people, right? So I'm never I'm never going to write suggestions oh. in my review. Go, hey guys, it'd be really good if you could include yes. this, this, this for next time yes. because okay. that's the personal email to the place. Yeah, it's just for whoever's visiting to give them an idea. Like for example, I will often review restaurants and say, aren't many vegan options? Great. Yep, that's valuable information. It's very valuable. Now, between a five and a four, Dion, Oof. what are you knocking a star off for? Five is just exceptional, right? Five is, and it's the same as Christian. When you're leaving a review, it's mm. it's like I want other people to have this experience. So if it's a four, knocking off a star, it probably isn't much to do with the food. I reckon it's more about the service or the ambience or something. Like if it's a four, I reckon the food is really good, but the knockoff is for. Yeah, the service. Yeah, yeah, the food is really good. The service was lovely, but the music was way too loud. <laughs> and it was cold. It was, yeah, yeah, the music yeah. was very cold. All the staff were too young. <laughs> the food was very loud and the music was very cold. <laughs> My, I've realised that a five-star is like, this is great. I think stars get knocked off for me if it is a fundamental, consistent part of the business. Oh. If I have a one-off like, oh, the waiter dropped something or spit, I was like, whatever, yeah. man, a one-off, don't mind. Yeah. If yes. there's a fundamental aspect, I'm like, that's kind of bad. Mm. That, to me, warrants ripping, ripping a star off. Yeah, sure. So, it's in, in, ingrained. It's systemic. Yeah. It's in- not, And it's not just like my one-off little experience where, oh, this thing happened. Oh, they got yeah. the change wrong, whatever. You know, but I'm how, not knocking a star how off. How often are you leaving those reviews, Josh? 
Uh, rarely. I yeah. feel like I, oh, I, I do. I'm the way Google Maps prompts me though. I do write them. I go, yeah, I will yeah. move to that place because I'd be very happy with that. That's the thing. It's kind of dangerous because most of the time when I speak to you guys, like friends of mine, very rarely do they say that they're the type of person who reviews. Yeah. But I rely so heavily on reviews. Yeah, same. So who who am I trusting? Who are these people? Well, because I've realised that exactly to your point, I kind of write the review that I would want to read. Right. So I'm like, what would I want to know? And your case in point about the veganism, Christian, is perfect. Yep. It's like, if you're a vegan, you're like, I'd love to know that. I'd love yep. to know how they're going with that stuff. So I would be like, these are the things I really like about it. I thought it was great. Everyone's friendly. It was awesome. Yep. Sometimes it's important to be scathing in a review. If, <laughs> if, if something is terrible, Absolutely. if the service is shit, there's a place in the city, there's a dumpling place in the city. It's one of the worst meals I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I just wrote a bit of a review because they didn't give a shit. It was, the food was terrible. And there's one place... In St Kilda, that's a bakery. I'm not going to name the bakery. <laughs> Don't name <laughs> no, it. No, no, it's not, I'm not going to name it. The, they were so rude there that I was almost going to give them five stars because <laughs> the rudeness was just... <laughs> It was extraordinary. It's called the roast me bakery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do roasts. Um, but it was so good that I was like, I th- honestly think other people need to experience this. <laughs> um, but I was having a think before the show, what sort of categories of reviewers are there? And it, it mm. I broke it down into a few little ones. There's the complainer. Mm. There's the improver. There's Great. the troll. <laughs> there's the irrelevant reviewer. Great. The worst. The yeah. worst. The most pointless of them all. Yeah, well, there is actually the pointless. <laughs> <laughs> there's the once-off reviewer. There's the polarizer. There's the retired boomer reviewer. Oh, my God. The worst reviewer. And the last one, which I reckon is the funniest, there's the brief reviewer, which just says, oh, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. That's nothing. Well, it must add something because they feel like they're contributing to some form of community. Yeah. I think that... Those review, like whether it's Booking.com or Hostel World, they make it feel as though you're contributing something. So good, maybe that resonates with someone. Are you? I feel if you're going to bother with the good, don't have any words. Just yeah. give yeah. the star and get yeah. out. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm big on the. I think the words should tell the story, whereas the stars yes. is the quick overview. So recently on one of our Patreon monthly Zooms, uh, one of our patrons, Michael. Uh, was telling us about a, an activity that he likes to partake in, which I have since uh, really been spiraling on, which is going onto Google Maps, picking a location, reading the reviews of that location, finding someone who's left an interesting review, and then going and reading all of their other reviews <laughs> and Great. seeing how far you can spiral into their life and then their locations Great. and on and on. And I was just, before um, I came here... I was interested to see how what the reviews were like for a police station um, <laughs> that were that was nearby me, and I and I found just a, a few in a row series of great reviews that I'd like to read out. Um, so this is for a place called Sunshine Police Station in Victoria, <laughs> and and the individual here, I, I I think I can say this person's name because it's public knowledge. Yeah, it's Sion. Uh, Sion's profile picture is a black and white. Uh, selfie of himself with big aviator sunglasses on. Uh, so he means business. And he writes, uh, Sunshine Police Station. The no- oh, It's one star, by the way. <laughs> the No Hope Station. I go into station for help against fraud. They said they need to be convinced. What a joke. But they quick to rush out and give people fines. Even innocent ones is the worst part. Right? 
So I thought that Sion was quite an interesting character. So I had a look at the other reviews that he'd given. For example, McDonald's in Derriment. He wrote, can never get any orders right at this useless place. Too many workers having an effing yarn. Not focusing on people's orders. Hashtag sack. Hashtag manager, please. And... and in Google, in Google reviews, the hashtags don't link yeah, to anything. Yeah, I was going to say because if you so he hashtag sack and then hashtag, and hashtag manager. manager. Okay, so it's two separate hashtags. Two separate hashtags. Hashtag, hashtag sack. Hashtag, hashtag manager, manager, please. Uh, and then I kept scrolling and I found his review for KFC Brimbank, which I which I enjoyed, but it was the next one that I found after. So I'm going to read them both. Oh God! At KFC Brimbank, he wrote, "I can't stand these workers at this effing <laughs> KFC." I'm not sure if they are straight dumb or stupid at taking orders. FML. One job but can't get it right. So I was curious about KFC Brimbank at what kind of reviews people leave there. And I found the best review uh, of this particular spiral. I don't know why I enjoyed it so much, but for some reason I think you two will. So, Josh Dion, we are at KFC Brimbank. We have a one-star review by Srikanth. Srikanth says, change the bloody oil. Me and my wife fell sick after eating here. Pain in abdomen. <laughs> Don't use oil until it gets bitter and stinks. What? Train the staff properly. You won't save much money by using inedible oil. We come to buy fried chicken, not oil-soaked chicken. Everything comes from the supplier. All you need to do is fry the chicken to perfection. Send the manager to eat at the KFC in Ballon service station. Learn something from them. Uh, obsessed with the oil. Yeah. Obsessed. And, and knows heaps about it. But my favourite part was, of course, pain in abdomen. <laughs> so like he was experiencing what the was, pain right what then. What was it about the oil has to be bitter? Uh, don't use oil until it gets bitter and stinks. <laughs> but this one's very sweet and, and fragrant. Don't use it. Don't use it. It must be bitter and, and stinks. Uh, Really, really now, every once in a while on Welcome to Patchwork, we like to take really good and mix it up a little bit. And for this week, we're asking, you know what's nearly good? <laughs> Hearing your name called out for a takeaway order, only to realise the order is for someone else called Christian. <laughs> nearly good. Nearly good. Nearly good. And do you know what's nearly good? The moment in time when the pedestrian light on the other side of the road flashes from blinking red person to solid red person. Oh, oh, nearly, nearly, nearly good. good. Nearly good. Nearly good. And do you know what's nearly good? When you're rollerblading and you go to ground wearing knee pads. Oh, <laughs> nearly good. Nearly good. Nearly, nearly good. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Welcome to Patchwork. This has been an absolute joy. Uh, thank you so much for having those little magnetic drivers in your ears. Um, uh, we have a Patreon page. And Josh, Patreon is something that everyone should do. Yeah, it's uh, it's a massive, massive support to the show. So we thank all of our patrons dearly. It helps fund the show. It keeps it running. Like there are costs associated with this. We want to do more of it. If you can spare a couple of bucks a month, we would love you to sign up to be a patron. You get bonus content in the 
off week. But the main thing is it supports us and we love those who do and we love all of you. But those who financially support us, thank you so much. And we also get, there's a Zoom call. There's a, we try and make it a monthly Zoom call where you get to chat to us and hang out with other people who listen to the podcast and talk a lot of shit. Of course. And the bonus patches, Dion. Yes, the bonus every, patches. Every other week you get a fresh mini patch in your feed. It's very exciting stuff. Don't forget, also, if you haven't followed us yet on social media, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter. Facebook's really gone out the fucking window, hasn't <laughs> it, has. it? It has. So, to be honest, that's just a replication of our Instagram. All, all of the focus is on our Instagram, but if you want to chat to us, we've got a Discord now. Oh, yeah. We're all learning what Discord is. Josh made us get it, and we're very, we're very grateful, Josh. It's yes. nice to be able to chat with you guys like instant messaging. No, it is great because people who listen to the show have a similar sense of humor, so it's great to be able to yeah chat oh, yeah. online. Absolutely, as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what patch did you sew into our quilt this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week was me winning first place in the parking Olympics and receiving five gold star medals. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch your five-star review for the Roast Me Bakery. <laughs> they roast me so hard I get pain in abdomen. <laughs> and Dion, <laughs> what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is Josh driving too close to the loudspeaker at a drive-thru and climbing through the window of the car to place his order at the new fast food restaurant in town, OSC, Oil Soaked Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. I've been Christian. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Oh, wonderful, glorious smelter. When I see you, my heart does a melter. (laughs) Belching lovely warm steam into the air. Ours is truly a great love affair. No man can come so close to satisfying all my desires. All this source of raw material for saws, hammers and flyers. (laughs) (laughs) And my favourite, whoever smelt it, dealt it. (laughs) 